You're listening to the Minimalist Boss Podcast, and today we're doing a mid-year check-in to see where you're currently at with your business and your goals, and I'm going to be sharing six steps to help you make the most of the next six months, regardless of where you're currently at or how your year has gone so far. So if you are wanting to, oh, I don't know, make the most of the second half of 2020 or whatever year you happen to be listening to this episode in, then stay tuned. Welcome to the Minimalist Boss Podcast. I'm Allison Marshall, and after building a successful and profitable online business, I found myself overworked and in a constant state of anxiety and overwhelm. It wasn't until I drastically simplified my life and business that I reclaimed my health, my sanity, and my time back while actually making more money than I ever had before. My goal with this podcast is to help you create more time, more money, and more joy in your life and business by doing less, getting rid of the physical, digital, and mental clutter that isn't serving you so that you can make room for newer, better things to come in. I'm obsessed with taking a holistic approach to entrepreneurship by giving you tangible ways to uplevel your mindset so that you can unlock your limitless potential, simple self-care practices that will nourish your mind, body, and spirit, and tactical ways that you can simplify your business in order to take it to the next level. So if you're looking to minimize your stress while maximizing your impact, then you have come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello, my friend. It is Allison from minimalistboss.com. I am pretty sure that on the last episode, if you heard it, I accidentally said from wonderlast.com, which is my old brand name that I had for six years, which I recently changed to Minimalist Boss. Uh, so if I accidentally say Wonderlast in the future, sorry in advance that that's confusing, but just know that I mean Minimalist Boss, because honestly, it is probably going to take me a few weeks to get used to saying the new name since I said the old one for like a million years. It's kind of like when the New Year happens and you're writing a check and you write last year instead of the current year. Did I just date myself? Am I the only one who uses checks nowadays? <laughs> really, I only write checks for rent and that is because I live in a nice, charming old building that's literally like 110 years old and they also do things the old-fashioned way and they have us turn in checks and so every single year when the year changes for like the first six months of that new year i'm writing last year's date on it and then i get the hang of it about halfway through which of course i only have six months before i start messing it up again so it's kind of like that so who knows how long i'll keep accidentally saying the old name but just know that i mean the new name so anyway, that is uh, not what I'm here to talk about today, uh, check writing and forgetting things, although I am quite forgetful. Today, I wanted to pop in because guess what? If you are listening to this episode around the time that it actually airs, you know that we are currently in June, specifically June 2020. And you know what that means? That means we are somehow already halfway through the year. I know. I don't know how it happened either. Somehow, some way, we have gotten halfway through the year. I am guessing, and this is the most logical thing that I can think of, 
that we entered into some weird time warp maybe a month or two ago kind of like a wormhole and then we just kind of appeared you know like two to three months in the future i mean that is the most logical thing that i can think of so i'm just gonna go with the time warp wormhole theory uh it was march yesterday and now here we are in june so that is why i want to pop on today because we are halfway through the year and when we reach mid-year i think it's always really good and really important important for ourselves personally and also for our businesses to kind of do a mid-year check-in to see where we are in relation to the goals that we had set at the beginning of the year where we're at how we're doing just kind of checking things and so that is what this episode is really about and so i'm gonna be sharing six steps to walk you through how to do that mid-year check-in and also how to make the most of the next six months, whether it is 2020 right now as you're listening currently, or maybe you're listening in the future and you're doing a mid-year check-in. It can be whatever year. But this is a process that I like to go through every single year, halfway through the year, to really get me refocused uh, on what needs to happen, where I'm at, and what I'm excited about, and all of that good stuff. So if you're listening to this right now and you are driving or you're running, I know I love to listen to podcasts while I'm outside running. If you're doing one of those things, just know that we are gonna be doing some exercises that involve a pen and paper and also closing your eyes. So obviously don't close your eyes if you're driving and if you're running or outside or whatever, you might not have access to a pen and paper. So go ahead and listen. You can kind of get a preview of what is to come, but I would highly encourage you to come back, set aside about you know, 30, 20 to 30 minutes to when you can sit down and, and have access to a pen and paper and you're able to close your eyes, set aside about 20 to 30 minutes to actually go through and do the six steps that we're gonna be walking through here in just a second. Cause that's obviously how you're gonna get the most benefit out of this episode. And if you really wanna make the most of the next six months, then that is what you should do. So I'm not gonna beat around the bush today. I'm gonna dive right on into this mid-year check-in and these six steps that you can take in order to make the most of the next six months. And we are starting then off with step number one, which is to take stock of where you're currently at with your business goals and even your personal goals. Because unless you really know where you are currently at, where you currently stand, then you're not gonna be able to come up with the best plan of action for moving forward. And knowing where you're currently at, whether you consider it to be good or bad, it's really empowering because then there's no uncertainty floating around in your mind about where you might be or where you might not be. Not knowing where you currently stand, it can cause a lot of unnecessary worrying and wondering. So it's a great way to clog up the mind uh, to not actually take stock of where you currently are. So like if your goal, for example, let's say this year was to make $50,000 and you currently have no clue how much you've already made right now at this halfway point, then A, you won't know what numbers to strive for in the second half of the year and B, in your mind, you might be a lot closer than you actually are 
or a lot farther away, but you're not gonna know if you don't actually take a, take a good look-see. So taking a quick and honest look at where you currently stand right now in relation to where you would like to be at the end of the year is important. So for this step, I would recommend, this is where the pen and paper that I mentioned a moment ago comes into play, but just sit down, grab a piece of paper, and write down the, let's say, the top three most important to you goals that you had set for the year. Go ahead and write those down and then look at where you're currently at in relation to those and write that down. Now, little side note, this <laughs> assumes, of course, that you actually set some goals at the beginning of the year in the first place and that you still remember what they are. So if you hadn't set any goals, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I didn't set any specific goals, well, then I'm gonna really encourage you to set them from here on out, especially at the beginning of the year as you're planning out your year, because that's really important for the business, and I have got a lot of episodes about that. Uh, so for now, if you don't have any specific goals that you had set, just pick two goals for your business that you would like to accomplish uh, by the end of the year and make them something that you're genuinely excited about. Like if you're not genuinely excited about them, then they're either not big enough or they're not important enough to you. Now, if you did set goals at the beginning of the year, which is awesome, but you can't remember what they are, it's okay, it happens, but you can't remember what they are, then I want to encourage you from this point forward to put your goals in a place where you will actually see them every single day. I talk about this a lot. I know I sound like a broken record on this, but it is so important to put your goals, the specific goals that you're working towards, somewhere where you're actually going to be reminded of what they are and why they're important every single day. So like on a whiteboard in your office or writing them down on a piece of paper and putting it on your wall next to your computer or in the main drawer that you know you're gonna be opening every single day and actually seeing, or on your mirror as you're getting ready every single day, or putting them into a vision board, which you can then set as the, the background, the wallpaper on your computer or the wallpaper on your phone so that every single time you get on your computer and you get on your phone, you're reminded of your goals, but it's really important to keep your goals front and center in a place where you will see them daily. So that way you always remember what you're working towards and so that you can use them as the guiding beacon for the tasks that you're doing every single day. They are the things that are gonna keep you on track, focused and helping you hopefully to stray to all the shiny objects. Now, the other thing that is important uh, as you are taking stock of where you're currently at, which I've said in this podcast many times before, um, is that once you take stock and you see where you currently are at in relation to your goals, don't make it mean anything. For instance, if you're looking at your revenue goal for the year and you see that right now you're currently way off, you might be making that mean, oh, well, there's no way I'll hit my goal this year. Or, oh, wow. I must not be very good at this. Or like if you had uh, if you had the goal to sell a certain amount of, uh, let's say uh, just a particular product, you have the goal to sell a certain amount of a particular product by now and you haven't met that goal. Well, you might find yourself 
making it mean, well, I guess this product isn't very good. You know, it's not what people want, or maybe I don't have what it takes. And I want you to really pay attention to any meanings that you are placing on where you're currently at. They might be quote unquote good meetings, good meetings like, for example, maybe you are on target to meet one of your goals and you're making it mean, yes, like, yeah, I'm on target. It means I'm a success. Or maybe it's a not so good meaning, you know, something that is disempowering like the examples I already shared. But I want you to really notice any meanings. And then what I want you to do is I want to, I want you to see those meanings, like be aware of those meanings. And then I want you to throw those meanings out the window because goals are just goals. Goals are goals that we choose and hitting them or not hitting them doesn't mean anything about you. They're just goals. Goals that you pulled out of your butt or goals that you chose at random because they sounded nice or goals you picked because they're genuinely something that you would like to have happen, but that's all they are. They're just goals. There's something for you to strive for and to give you direction and clarity on what it is that you want, uh, what you want to create to have happen, but they're just goals. So if you were taking stock of where you're currently at right now, and if you were starting to feel bad about where you currently are or aren't in relation to where you want to be, then I want you to remove those meanings because those meanings, you know, the meanings that we place on things are what make us feel bad. We are the ones who create those meanings and we can choose to recognize them and to remove the meanings or to at least change the meanings to something that empowers us. And this is a little side note. This is like a fun thing to do throughout the day, like literally as often as you can remember to just notice and start paying attention to the meanings that you place on everything. Cause it is, it is fascinating when you start to see all of the meanings that you place on like every single little thing. So like, you know, Oh, that person didn't text me back within five minutes. So they must be ignoring me or, Oh man, like that stranger at Starbucks, you know, in line, they didn't smile back at me when I said hello. So that must mean they think I'm an idiot. Like, you know, there's just, we put meanings onto everything. And a lot of times they are not meanings that make us feel good or empower us. And they're just, they're just our speculation. So I encourage you to start paying attention to those. And this is a little side tangent, uh, but it relates to what we're doing. And I think it's really important. So all of that being said, grab that piece of paper, take stock of where you currently are in relation to your goals and remove any meanings that you might have been placing on them. So if your goal was to make, let's say hundred K this year and hundred K is really great to use as a goal because it's easy math and I'm not like a human calculator. So for me, it's easy to do math on. So let's say like if your goal was to make hundred thousand this year, then write down how much you've made so far. Um, if your goal was to launch your website and create your first online course by the end of April, did that actually happen? If your goal was to, uh, to, be on a, a, to be a guest on a podcast at least twice a month, then look back and write down how many times that has actually happened. How many times have you actually been a guest? 
write it all down, but don't be judgy, you know, about yourself, making yourself feel bad and attaching meaning to things. Just taking a non-judge, none, okay, I can't talk, a non-judgmental, there we go, I, my brain was like squeaking right there, it's like dust is flying off my brain trying to put those two words together. <laughs> Take a non-judgmental look at where you are and don't make it mean anything. Once you have taken stock, the next step for making the most out of the next six months and really doing this mid-year review is step number two, look down at the goals you wrote down and ask yourself how excited you actually are about them. So looking at the goals you wrote down, do they still give you that excited, jittery feeling? Do they put a smile across your face? Do they get you pumped and ready to move forward full force? Like, mm, yeah, like I'm seeing that goal and it still gets me pumped. Because there's really no point in having a goal if it's not important to you or it doesn't get you genuinely excited. So looking at your goals, if you're still genuinely excited about them, then that is awesome. But if not, then I want you to ask yourself why? Because sometimes you don't necessarily want to scrap the goal or change it, especially if it's a goal that is really important to the growth and health of your business. Sometimes you just need a little change in perspective. For example, let's say that one of your goals was for this year was to grow your email list this year to a certain amount of people. And so for that goal, you planned to show up every single week by doing an Instagram live, you know, providing some value and then inviting people at the end of your live to opt in to your email list to grab a related freebie that you have. But maybe you are looking down at that piece of paper and you are not excited at all by the thought of showing up every single week and doing an Instagram live. Well, you know, growing your email list and your audience, that is a great goal to have because that is something that's actually very important for your business. So instead of just scrapping that goal altogether, can you do something else that does excite you that would still grow your audience and your email list? So maybe instead of doing weekly Instagram lives, if that doesn't excite you and, and make you feel you know, lit up, Maybe instead you would prefer to just spend a little bit of money in order to save time and do something like Facebook and Instagram ads every single week. Or maybe you would prefer to start a podcast and to do a juicy podcast episode every week. So think about that. What could you do instead that would be in line with the same goal that you would be excited about? Or what perspective could you choose to have instead that would make you feel good about that goal again? So going back to, let's say, weekly Instagram lives, let's say that was gonna be your goal so that you could grow your email list to a particular amount this year. Well, maybe instead of focusing on how not excited you are about showing up on Instagram live, maybe instead you could shift your focus and change your perspective onto your audience and connecting with them and helping them and inspiring them. Heck, maybe you could focus on just helping one person every week and coming from the perspective that, hey, I have the power to positively impact someone's life and even to change their life. 
you know, coming from that is really empowering and that feels good and it takes takes the focus off of you and, and how you're not excited about it for whatever reason. Maybe you're just not excited about it because you don't want to look bad or maybe you're not excited about it because it's scary to you and you're nervous. So change your perspective, put it onto your audience and realize that you have the power to change freaking lives and that might help you to get excited about the goal again. So look at your goals. If you've lost your excitement or passion for any of them, try to shift your perspective or tweak the goal in question a little bit, especially if it's important to the growth and health of your business. Um, and also you can reconnect with your why. That's also very important. Having goals that are just there for the sake of being a goal, they don't mean anything. So another thing you can do to get yourself to reignite the flame with you and your goals is to just get clear and remember your why. Why are you working towards that goal? How is it gonna impact you? How is it gonna impact your family? How is it gonna impact your friends? What positive impact is it gonna have on your life? Think about the snowball effect. But if you're looking at your paper and it's just a random goal, you're not excited about it because it's just a random goal that you set because it sounded cool or it's a goal that you chose initially because it is what someone else wants for you and it's really not in line with what you want and what is important to you, then yeah, scrap that thing. <laughs> Replace it with something that does light you up. So kind of do an audit of your goals See what you can do if you're not excited about any of them to get that excitement going again, scrap if needed with a goal that does, it excite, does excite you. And then the third step for making the most of the next six months is to remember that progress on goals doesn't happen in a linear fashion. And talk in business, this often applies to revenue goals. Now, side note, like I think it is important to make your goals measurable and to have various check-in points throughout the year to help you gauge where you're at, which is gonna help you decide what actions you need to take moving forward. So like with an annual revenue goal, for example, splitting that up in a way that makes sense for your business into quarterly and monthly amounts so that you can actually track and measure where you're at so that you can have clear numbers to strive for uh, is really important. So like for instance, if your goal going back, let's just use the example 100K because it's easy math. Let's say your goal was $100,000 for the year. So you might divide that up into $25,000 goals for each quarter and then $8,333 months uh, to give you a benchmark to strive for. So I think that is important to have kind of benchmarks and a way to measure your progress. But I really want you to remember that making progress towards your goals, especially revenue goals, it does not always happen in a linear fashion, meaning you might not hit, you know, those exact amounts months after month after month consistently. Um, but just because you don't doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I've seen people with a particular revenue goal, and I've had this experience myself, where they will have a particular revenue goal for the year and they will be nowhere near their revenue goal for basically the entire year. And then suddenly during the last quarter, it's like, boom, they suddenly hit their goal and more. If there were a graph charting their progress throughout the year, it would be like this flat kind of sad line that's not really going up a whole lot. Maybe it has a little couple upward ticks every now and then. But then suddenly in the last quarter, it just shoots straight up like a hockey stick at the end of the year. So I encourage you in this step to really hold room for the fact 
that the hockey stick can happen for you at any given moment. Be open to the fact that anything is possible. I personally love to do some good old affirmations to reinforce this belief into my subconscious. So like if you're listening to this right now and you're like, whatever, not anything's possible. There's so many limits. Then a little trick that you could do is to get your subconscious on board with the fact that anything is possible by doing daily affirmations. And two of my favorites to say every single day are number one, money miracles always happen for me at the perfect time. And number two, I believe that anything is possible and I always get the outcome I want or better. Now I'm not gonna go into a big long tangent about why affirmations are so awesome and how they can make a huge positive difference because they're a great way to plant seeds into your subconscious and to get your subconscious on board and your subconscious is responsible for 90% of your reality. But I will say, <laughs> but I will say that the important thing to remember is that with affirmations, you must say them consistently, daily preferably, and with emotion and feeling behind them. If you are just, you know, saying to yourself with absolutely no feeling and emotion, a random affirmation, it's not gonna do you a whole lot of good. So they can be super powerful, but you gotta say it with emotion and feeling behind it because that is how your subconscious gets on board. So. That is the third step, is really just remembering that progress on your goals doesn't always happen in a linear fashion. By the way, my cat, Mr. Purry, is going psycho in the background with a paper sack, so if you heard rustling just now, that was my cat, Mr. Purry, going psycho. What else is new? Okay, moving on to step number four to help you make the most of the next six months is to look at how many goals you currently have that you're trying to hit and if you have more than two narrow it down to just two main goals to focus on for the next six months or you could even just do one one to two repeat after me i will not spread myself too thin i will not spread myself too thin i will not have squirrel brain by trying to achieve 10 bazillion goals all at the same time instead i will go all in with laser focus on the one to two goals that are the most important to me and my business yo i get it i love to set goals i love to have a lot of goals but when you are trying to reach a ton of goals, even five can be overwhelming for some people. It is for me. It can be really hard to reach any of them because you're spreading yourself too thin. So really get clear on the one to two goals that are the most important for you and your business. Focus on going all in on those, put little blinders on and just keep your eye on those one to two goals. I promise you it's going to feel so much less overwhelming. It's going to be much more doable. You're going to make more progress. And the beautiful thing is that once you reach those one to two goals, you can always add more goals. So if you have more than two goals that you have that you would really like to make happen by the end of the year, I encourage you to just circle the top one to two goals and they can be umbrella goals i've talked about umbrella goals a lot an umbrella goal is a goal that when you hit it it's going to make hitting other goals likely going back to the revenue example if you have a goal to make a certain amount and also put a down payment on a house and also go on a particular vacation 
Well, the umbrella goal would be your revenue goal because by hitting that revenue goal, that would uh, most likely pay, have, give you money for the down payment and also give you the money you need to take that vacation. So circle the top one to two goals that are the most important that, to you that you're gonna go all in on for the rest of the year. And my cat is looking at me right now like I am 100% crazy and that's okay. I'm just gonna keep moving on. Moving on to the fifth step. Let's talk about the fifth step for how to make the most of the next six months and that is connect with the version of yourself who has already accomplished those goals to get clarity on the key next steps and important things to focus on in order to make them happen. Maybe you've already heard me talk about this already before on the podcast because I most definitely have since it is so powerful and it's one of the quickest ways to reach your goals. But sometimes if you have already heard this and you're like, I already know, just remember, sometimes it is nice to hear it again to get that little reminder to remind us and to reinforce this. So to do this, this is a really great exercise. This is something I like to do honestly every day <laughs> to get clear on like my top action for the day, but just close your eyes and pretend for a moment, pretend, go back to the days of childhood where you would, well, at least I did, use your imagination to envision all sorts of, you know, things and, and to make believe and, and create this world that to you in your mind was so real. I want you to sit down, close your eyes and pretend that the one to two goals that you're going to be focusing on have already happened. It's the end of the year. The goals have already happened and I want you to really feel it. They are done. They are in the bag. Feel the feelings of excitement, the feelings of freedom, gratitude, whatever feelings that reaching that goal and knowing it is done, you think are going to bring you. What are you going to feel when it happens? What are you seeing? If it's a revenue goal, See the number in your bank account. If it's writing a book, see the book actually finished and on your desk or in the Amazon library or whatever they call it. <laughs> what are you hearing? Are you celebrating with friends? Are you hearing lots of laughter? Are you, are you hearing your favorite song because you're celebrating, you're blasting it, you're doing a happy dance, looking like a crazy person in front of your computer? Get really present to pretending that the goals are already accomplished. Once you are there and you are feeling real good, I want you to look back at what an incredible six months that it's been. And I want you to write down the things that you did to make those goals happen. And write down anything that you needed to let go of. So write down whatever comes to mind. Don't overthink it. Don't be like, well, that's silly. Literally just from the place of they're already done, you are feeling elated, write down what you did to make them happen. So maybe you got laser focused on one offer only. Maybe you finally started that Facebook group. Maybe you finally joined that program that you've been wanting to join for months or years, but haven't been doing because you've been too afraid to make the investment. Maybe you finally hired help. Maybe you let go of the fear of looking bad or the fear of failure. Whatever it is that comes to mind, just write it down. Then when you're done, I want you to smile to yourself because you now have a blueprint for the next six months and you can now move on to step number six, 
which is to schedule yourself to do the things that you wrote down, actually plug them into your calendar on a specific day and time, making sure that you're not overloading your calendar. So, you know, not giving yourself 20 billion projects to do every single week, keeping it simple, writing down the most important key things. And I want you to take one step this week, one teeny tiny step, doesn't have to be a big one, but one teeny tiny step, at least towards one of the things that you wrote down in the last step. But this one is really important and it's really gonna help you create the momentum for the second half of the year. Now, speaking of steps to take, if you enjoyed this episode, which I'm assuming if you're still listening that you have been enjoying this episode, otherwise I would hope that if you really didn't like an episode, you would shut it off and, and go listen to something else. So if you enjoyed this episode and you really want to make the most of the next six months and you want to go deeper into what we talked about today and also get into some stuff that we didn't cover at all, then be sure to sign up for the free and live two-day workshop that I am doing actually this week, this Thursday and Friday, June 18th and 19th, 2020, all about how you can turn 2020 around and make it your best year in business yet. So like I said, we're gonna be going deeper into the stuff that we already talked about today and so much stuff that we did not cover at all. So in this two-day workshop, you're gonna learn how you can create more time and money and opportunity in the second half of 2020 just by shifting your mindset and your energy. You're gonna get re-inspired by getting clarity on your business vision and how you can effortlessly attract your dream customers. And I'm also going to share the five-piece framework that you need in order to simplify and scale your online business this year without working a bazillion hours and without losing your sanity. So we're really gonna be diving into the key pieces, processes, and systems that you need in your business in order to really make it work. And this is the same five-piece framework that really helped me to nearly 4X my annual revenue while working uh, just a third of the hours that I had been working the year before. So if you would like to come hang out with me live and in person, and you really wanna make 2020 your year, then you can sign up for this free two-day workshop by just clicking the link below in the show notes. Simply open up the app you're listening to this on, click on the episode so that it opens full screen, and scroll down. You will see the link. Click on it, enter your dates, and you will be uh, registered for the workshop. Or you can simply go to, I don't know why I keep going in and out of a weird kind of old man voice accent, and it's a little weird, but it's okay. Uh, I'm, go I'm going with it. Or to sign up, you can simply go to minimalistboss.com forward slash workshop. Again, minimalistboss.com forward slash workshop. And if you're listening to this in the future, uh, then I'm sorry, it's over. You know, maybe we'll be doing it again next year. Who knows? <laughs> okay, so that is all for today. Wow, we're really taking a turn for the crazy at the end of this episode. <laughs> All the voices are coming out all of a sudden, but it's cool. Okay, my friend, I hope you found this episode helpful and I hope that it helps you to get refocused and inspired for the, the second half of 2020. Just know that no matter where you are at, first of all, doesn't mean a thing, doesn't, doesn't mean anything, you know, good or bad. It's just, it is what it is. 
and that so much is possible over the course of the next six months. I am excited for you. I am excited that you tune into this episode. And with that, I hope to see you at the live two-day workshop that I'm doing. Ah, I'm really excited about it. Um, and yeah, otherwise, you know what I'm going to say next. I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like me to keep them coming week after week, then I would so appreciate you taking just two seconds to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are what help my podcast to actually get seen so that I can reach more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. I read every single review. They help me so much, and they're one of the best ways that you can support the show. To leave a review, simply open up this podcast in Apple Podcasts and then scroll down past the episode's preview where you will see the star review and underneath that, you'll see a link that says write a review. You can leave a simple sentence or even just click on the stars. It'll only take a moment and would mean so, so much. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode.